I see a gray hair in your in your beard. I see one. Yeah, well, I have it on the sides of my hair. I'm getting older. I'm I'm. But don't redheaded people. Their hair turns white, doesn't it? Is that right? Is that where it goes? So is my are my pubes going to turn white? I wonder. Well, it. Uh, did you have red pubes? What do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. What do you think? You look like you're a, the doctor. You, what you do you look, think? You look, <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appre- I appreciate you being here so much and uh, sending the emails, which I've got a stack of emails to get through today at drdrew.com. Uh, Dr. Drew After Dark at gmail.com. And uh, of course, the voice messages, which uh, you can please keep on coming. 818 253 1693. And again, I, I'd mentioned maybe a couple shows ago that if you have suggestions for guests or things you want me to address, just send those in those emails and I will look at these things. So, speaking of guests, today it is William Montgomery. William got started on Kill Tony, now is touring with Duncan Trussell. Oh my gosh, so nice to be here. I just have to say, uh, I got an email from Nadav, and he said it was the Dr. Oz show. He did. Nadav, what's going on? Should I be insulted? Should I be... There was an autocorrect thing going on. He's like, you can't blame me. It's like, no, no, we can't. That's your impression of me? That's what you just did. I've never seen you do that, actually. That was a new move. That was a pretty good impression. That was a new move. That was a new move. But how does autocorrect go from... D-R-D to D-R-O. You know, you just start the doctor, and then it just autofills. Let's just do it and see what happens. Let's yeah, let's just it, do it, because that's a little hard to yeah. believe. Let, what, if what, I'm what being kind of, honest, what it's kind a little of, hard Were you just believe. using regular old email? Huh? Just, huh? Well, just, no, because it was on my own phone. You need to do it from my phone, because it knows what I, you know, type in all the... I think we have some You type Dr. Oz or? all the time into your phone? Yeah, wow. You fundraising for his Pennsylvania run to Senate or something? I know. I saw he was running for Senate <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Is he yeah. going to win? Do you think I he's going to win? So. He is... Listen, that he is a great guy. People, d- It's really kind of astonishing to me to watch people... Watch what happens to people that enter politics. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that was the chairman of the head of the department of cardiovascular surgery at columbia presbyterian hospital that is the that is the highest there's only a couple of departments have as competitive a level to and and he operated for years all day the most challenging cases in the world would come to columbia Presbyterian, and uh, you know and then he got a talk show i wanted to do that and find it because he did talk show he somehow was yeah. You know, but here's what I'm sorry. This is a diatribe on Oz, but I have a lot of strong feelings about this because he and I are good friends, and he's a. I know how brilliant he is. I know what a great guy he is, and I and he he I don't he and I have never talk, actually talked about this, but I think when he got whenever he got in trouble with his talk show is because he listened to his freaking producers. That at a certain point when you're doing a talk show, producers just go just just read the prompter, man. Just, we got yeah. we got to move on. We got to go. Just read what's up there, and you just you think. Oh, and I've done that, and I'm sure something could come. I please don't look for it, but I'm sure there's something <laughs> on HLN or somewhere that I I was like, oh, and so and you you're just you're rolling through stuff, and you've got a whole army of people you, that rely on you. So at a certain point, you just go, okay, I'll just see if I can make sense of this later. So uh, any event, and now they're vilifying him on his his uh, Senate run, which he'd be an outstanding senator. And by the way, he's a I'm so, I was surprised he ran as a Republican, frankly, because he's a pretty kind of moderate guy. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, so uh, you're, you, where'd you grow up? Grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. Have of you ever you been did. there? You look just like somebody from Memphis. Seriously? The, the red hair, the light skin. I just think Memphis when I say, no, no, not at all. Oh, okay. No, okay. Not at all. I was like, oh my gosh. In, in fact, <laughs> in fact, in, in fact, um, I, I have a friend. She's female, but she has exactly okay. your coloration and in in fact, some of your um, expressions are remind me of her. Interesting. So, what is your heritage? Uh, I think it's Scottish people on my father's side of the family, and uh, I don't know French people maybe on my mom's side. My middle name is Flournoy. Flournoy, it's an interesting name. So, having red hair and the middle name of Flournoy, yeah. uh, a lot of shit talk growing up in elementary school because. With the middle name of Flournoy in the red hair, yeah, people, 
people yeah, with well, young males they'll find anything they, they'll, they'll they get, really they'll, will they'll, they'll get to it they got they're, me. they're geniuses when they come to that stuff so so in the, any in your scottish heritage any uh, interesting um sort of you know there's a lot of famous folks in the scottish heritage anybody come to anybody be been told that you're related to um uh greg norman is he Scottish? I don't the, know. <laughs> the golfer? Oh, okay. I don't know. Who had a line of shirts and But I mean like historical No, figures. but honestly, no, I have no okay. idea. Okay. I honestly don't know. Okay. Because uh my friend who who I'm thinking of is related to David Hume, the philosopher. So fun. Ooh, interesting. See, that's in your background somewhere. Wouldn't that be interesting? I wonder if, if we're related. Wouldn't that be weird I... if it if it were through that kind of thing? That, look, they're showing us David, the famous David Hume was a Scottish philosopher. There he is. Doesn't look like uh, any of the, either of these people, but okay. <laughs> there you go. I do have a long lost sister, so I wonder if that's her. The lady. I wonder if that is. That'd be so strange if I found out about my sister on here today. How crazy would that be? Is that why I got sitting to Dove? Is that why I'm here right what? now? Is this really what's going well, tell on? Tell me more about how we would identify her. You know what I mean? What. <sighs> How else we would? I don't know. She has she one of her legs is a little longer nope, than the other one. Okay, <laughs> no good. So <laughs> not that person. So so you grew up in Memphis, and then uh, and then comedy. How'd that happen? Uh, well, I was in the sixth grade Christmas pageant at Presbyterian Day School, and you knew immediately you wanted to be on the stage. Out of probably 90 kids, I was one of the four main actors in the Christmas pageant, mm -hmm. and my character's name was Steve, and I, it was some overweight character, and I was basically the comic relief, and I specifically remember standing up there hearing probably two or 300 parents and grandparents laughing. It left some weird impression <laughs> on my ass. And I've been I, fucking chasing that <laughs> dragon ever since. It is weird. I'm never going to reach the top. No, that sixth it, grade it, Christmas badge. It, I it, think that was it. It is weird how the intensity of childhood when – I hear these stories all the time that just there was some moment when the, the a comedy, when the laughter hit or when the applause hit, whether it's comedy yeah. or – Performing on any, it just people yeah. get people. It, it gets at them. They they like have to go keep doing that. Interesting. Has it been a rewarding career for you? Is it everything you thought it would be? Uh, it's been a real nightmare a lot of the time. I figured. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's been great here living in Austin. But yeah, the final uh, year I was in L.A. before I moved here, I was pretty much living in my girlfriend's grandparents' house in Reseda. Uh, Doing cocaine most nights of the week, drinking probably twenty beers at a time, mm. shitting on myself a couple times. It was horrible, but yeah, I uh, oh that was great. Talking out in the backyard till five in the morning, and then the grandfather would come in the next day and be like, "What were you doing out there?" It was just very depressing. Talking to yourself? No, talking on the phone. Okay, I see. Good. What do you think? Maybe I would talk to myself. You don't well, really know me at all. Yeah, do you think I could have been I, talking I, to myself I, out I there? Well, if all those beers and cocaine. It happens. It happens, dude. But I think it's better talking on the phone. That's way better. So, and how to kill yeah. Tony happen? Uh, they just called me up. It was up at uh, show up at the comedy store, and you have to do a minute of comedy, and then they talk to you for probably. 10 oh, you were you after. were actually you one of the names that came out of the hat. I was uh. in the final. I'd been living in Denver, Colorado, for three years, and my final. 10 months in Denver, I'd been wearing a neck brace and I developed some stupid character that I worked at the La Quinta Inn and I sold Xanax bars out of one of the rooms. But basically when they called me up there, I had my neck brace in my backpack and I strapped it on and I was like, okay, it's I'm on. ready for this. And then luckily it went well and then I've been doing it. It's now it's been like four years. Wow. It's great. I know. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm going to come fun. join you guys. That's my plan. I'm joining you guys. I'm you gonna need come. to. Yeah, I, really, I know I need to. I, I, when I'm you come fan. to Austin sometime, yeah, it's every Monday. You need to I'm coming. Uh, I'm coming. Come. I, I talked to Tony about it. I'm going to do it. Nice. Yeah. That would be great. Because I was telling Tony that so much of what's up there, other than pros that get up occasionally, uh, is Dunning-Kruger. You ever heard of Dunning-Kruger phenomenon? Let's look. Let's actually define Dunning Kruger. Let's, yeah, let's, let's define let's, that. I've heard that phrase. I can't. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a, it's essentially not being able to self assess. You don't know when you suck. Yes. It's, and uh, Dunning Kruger is a psychological cognitive bias where people with limited knowledge or competence in a given field or social domain greatly overestimate their competence in that domain. Well, that's weird because that's honestly kind of how I think I am 
to some extent. No, no, like because, it's been going all right, but I think I'm kind of crazy. I'm no, like, you might be you might be overestimating, but you actually have competence. Yeah, right. They they yeah. have no competence. I know. There's a lot of the characters. Difference. The difference. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then Duncan's been a friend for years. Um, God, how did I become? I became friends by being on his podcast. I think. Oh, really? And I actually was on the uh, the cartoon with him. The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel, which was brilliant. I know, I know. Brilliant. They need to bring that back or something. I, I know. Realize. I couldn't believe they didn't. I could not believe they didn't. Yeah. But how's Duncan on the road? Is he? He's good. Yeah, I've been opening up for him. I was opening up a lot for Tony uh, from Kill Tony, obviously. It's been fun. They're both very, uh, generally speaking, different people. So it's been interesting going on the road with two uh Definitely distinct Unique. personalities. Unique yeah, personality. yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the best possible way. For sure, yeah, for sure. So, so Duncan, if you guys don't know Duncan Trussell, I strongly urge you guys to go look him up and look at his comedy. And, and yeah, the Midnight Gospel character. is a fucking genius thing. It was the um, Adventure Time cartoon producers and creators that, that did his cartoon. His cartoon is essentially sort of tur- his podcast turned into a visual thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was lucky enough to be in the first one. Cool. When you get to the la- later ones, it's his mom that he's interviewing, and my wife burst into tears in the middle of that one. It's a very intense one. Ah. She started to bur- I mean, like just started like like Charlie Brown tears flying out. She what, started like screaming. happy or sad? Just started screaming. She's right. She's right. Oh, it's just have you seen the interview? It's very intense. No, no, she no, was no. dying, dying of cancer at the time, and she was, you know. Oh no! I'm getting teary just thinking about it. It was very intense. You got to watch that. That's so your buddy Duncan. Of, okay. Of sort of okay. Humanity. I will. It Dude, almost horrifies on. me. You just said that. <laughs> if you can handle it. Uh. <laughs> and, and Duncan is living in Nashville now. Is he in Nashville? Is He's it? here. He moved here. He's in Austin. I went to his house the other day. Shit! Why was I thinking he was in Nashville? He's he was in, in Asheville, North Carolina. Maybe that's what it was. Did I got to see, see the Biltmore there. The, the, the big the house, famous hotel, the famous. Uh, Vanderbilt house? Yeah. Right. That's a big house. Yeah, yeah. Biggest house in America, isn't there something? I think it is. Yeah. It was in Richie Rich, that movie in the 90s with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, it's this huge house that Vanderbilt built as sort of a winter home or something, and he never I lived there, so. I think. Or he died of appendicitis. Did he really? That would That's, suck. That would suck. My, my son went to Vanderbilt College, interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's That's a big a school college. in Tennessee. It's a great school. And I, it's funny, I could see that school, how it was coming on again. Uh, I used to speak at colleges, and I was speaking in the 90s. My kids were like in <laughs> junior high school, and I kept saying, you guys, I want you to keep Vanderbilt. Think about Vanderbilt. Cool, and lo yeah. and behold, that happened. So, okay, so Duncan's on the right. Now, Duncan is known for um, his philosophical musing, amongst other things. Uh, and he he enjoys using chemical means to achieve some of his philosophical insights so he doesn't rely on them. Right. So I'm wondering if on the road he's um, ever encouraged you to join him in any of his trips. Uh, no, not yet. I mean, I've I've smoked some dope with him. I've smoked some weed with him. Uh, do you ever smoke weed? Uh, I would. I have. I, it doesn't do much for me. It really doesn't. Right? So, so does that make sense so, to do it? I, I mean, I would try again, but but I I I generally it seems like every time I smoke weed, I'm with Jeff Ross. That's funny. Yeah. So the last he roasts people. I know the last three times I've smoked weed, it was with with Jeff Ross, and he's coming That's on funny. soon, so maybe it'll happen. Uh. Uh-huh. And I, I I only the only thing I sort of experience is I just stop moving. Like my body <laughs> moves less. <laughs> that's about that's about all I notice, and I and I'm tired, and. uh and you know, in college, I was on a floor with a bunch of stoners. Yeah, this is 1976. Where'd you go to school? Amherst College, Amherst, Massachusetts. And uh, and these guys were like, "You just don't know how to smoke pot." People that love pot, weed it used to be called pot. Uh, just um, what's you guys, you guys are actually doing? laughing at me. You guys are actually laughing at me for calling yeah. it pot. <laughs> it used to be called pot. Well, it's know. called weed now. <laughs> it used to be called hemp. <laughs> No, These it's, goddamn reefer heads. Yeah, I, oh, no, no. We, you bought it in something called a lid. And oh, when you really? bought the lid, you had to first take the stems and the seeds out. Swear to God. That's uh, funny. Yeah. I remember that back in Memphis. Mm-hmm. In high school, we would have yep. to do that. Well, you're not old enough for that, I don't think. I don't know. We were getting it from... Just shitty sources. You could say that. Yeah, not the day <laughs> of, uh, we have now. But in any event, so 
they insisted that I smoke weed for a week. That that would that would get me over the hump where I really knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hated it a lot more. I like was like. I was dysphoric. I couldn't con- couldn't do my. I really freaked me out. I couldn't do my calculus because I couldn't couldn't hold oh, no. ideas in mind anymore. And I thought I broke my brain. I'm fucked. I don't know. And so I sort of was like, well, maybe I smoked once or two more times and had some fun a little couple of times. But then I was having panic attacks. I was in college. Did you ever have any? It's like yeah, other- yeah. I have to be careful. Even now, I will. Yeah, I had to stop drinking and stuff. That's been about a year, but I still smoke weed. I have to be kind of careful. It, weed will I trigger generally- the panic too. Yeah, I get a little panicky. Isn't that weird? I know. Why is that, I wonder? What's it, going it, on? It, it, I have seen people get such severe panic from weed that they're, like, disabled. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not the... It's usually not... The, it's definitely not the people that love it. They have that reaction, right? Yeah, if you love yeah, it, you're, yeah. you're loving it. Um, and so how'd you stop alcohol? Uh... Did something happen? It just got to the point... Other than I the had... grandfather yelling at you, did something else happen? <laughs> it had... Uh... So I moved to Austin and I immediately found a cocaine dealer and I was doing it. My girlfriend was out of town and she said, William, don't have anybody back at the apartment when when I'm out of town. And then the first night I saw a lift was like $60. So I got two door guys at a place called the Creek in the Cave to take me back. And I had a big bag of cocaine and we were up till 11 in the morning. And my talked to my girlfriend and she had recently gotten my fucking mom's phone number and she called my mom (laughs) which at the time i don't know i was so kind of just beat down i didn't even really care but she called sweet francis and i think my parents knew i had a some an issue issue with drinking i don't know if necessarily the cocaine part but she pretty much spilled the beans on that and then i uh just felt real down, and I had already been feeling pretty depressed, and it was just bad. And then I uh, I remember the first day I decided to stop drinking, I went to some AA meeting, and it was like raining outside, and there were five people in this dingy little room, and I started talking and started crying and just was like, what has happened to my life? This is insane. Mm. And I just stopped. Good. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped. Yeah. I just had to. I think I was about to die. My li- I would be sitting down or standing up and my limbs would go numb. I just hope I didn't do permanent damage to so, myself. So the fear of dying is a very common motivator. <laughs> That's when people yeah, make a yeah. change. When you really are convinced you're going to die, then it's like, oop, it gets easy to change then. And at one point, I had that thought, and I just kind of didn't care about it. But well, then it got the, to the that's point That's the dangerous it, part, because you could not care, and then Yeah, fuck. there was a time where I just didn't give a shit, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Just shitting in my pants out in Reseda, just fucking doing fucking blow all night long in the grandfather. It was so depressing. So It was so sad. For those of uh, you that maybe don't haven't, haven't experienced the wilds of Reseda, our team here has because that's used to be where the studios were and can you imagine living in Reseda, gentlemen now, you guys didn't live there at the time did you when we were all working together uh, i mean i live like five minutes down south yeah uh, like towards the mountains like toward the one of like 134 right next to the studio yeah it wasn't great how did you survive that it's, how did i survive it's like living it's like i, I just think <laughs> about i'm broke i, I just think, <laughs> no but you've lived in a glorious house in austin I, I just I just uh, I just think of asphalt and cinder blocks when I think of that part of the valley. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, hellish at times. But I don't know. I mean, Reseda was fine. I don't have. Any well, it depends where you go. Place. I mean, there's there's residential parts of it, of course. But but yeah, the whole thing was nightmarish. And then I just stopped. And then it was weird doing comedy again because it was like I was doing comedy for the first time just because I got you so used to. Uh, drinking before i go on stage yeah. not necessarily getting blackout drunk but totally drinking probably doing some key bumps just getting in the zone and i had a lot of fun doing that but then it got to be not fun kind of and then it was but yeah starting to do the comedy again it was like i was starting over but now it's totally for the better it, but it, at it, one it, point i would have never thought that yeah of course that, that's just i would have never thought i get it that, that i could do it without doing those things that's that thinking and you did it as a kid without it. And you got those great laughs in sixth Correct, grade. Correct, yes, yeah, sixth grade, yeah. Presbyterian Day School. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Hutchison. Actually, rest in peace. Oh. 
She, yeah, Miss Hutchinson is no longer with us. But she had the insight to put you she on stage and insight. give you the comedic comedic role. Uh, I'm guessing you already were sort of somebody in the classroom who was. No, not really. It got me out of my shell a little bit. Wow. I was very timid was up the before that point. I was very mm. timid. And had they unleashed a monster at that point? Like, did you start become disruptive in class and stuff? I started making pipe bombs in my oh, bathroom. Wow. No, that's, no. That's but yeah, no, I, th- I don't know. It got me out of my shell a little bit. All right. Well, speaking of taking you out of your shell, <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we specialize here. And we've got, okay. we've got clips. We have voicemail. Let's do a little some voicemail stuff. Let's start with that. Hey, Hitler. Mm-hmm. So I recently woke up with a slight pain in my right testicle. I did not go to the doctor right away, probably should have, but I waited. It slowly got worse throughout the day, went to the ER the next morning to get an ultrasound, and I have epididymitis. Good times. Uh, Luckily, I was able to get treated, get antibiotics, but I don't have an STI, so what might have caused the pain in my volley boys. <laughs> Thanks, Hitler. Touch my cameras to the fence. I missed you in May. Do you know all the the uh, sort of greetings that we have here? No, I was a little horrified yeah, by that. So <laughs> I, quite I, frankly. I, I kind of feel like I I kind of feel like we should I, I'm sorry to do this to you, but the the Hey Hitler greeting, it it, it <laughs> I feel like we need to revisit the video. Maybe not today if you want to do it next show, whatever, because it comes up on every public outing <laughs> I am on. And if I'm on a chat room or something as while or or like a um like a Instagram live or something. Yeah, yeah. Hey Hitler, hi Hitler. It's all over the fucking place. And so half the feed is like, hey Hitler, hi Hitler, and the other half is like, What the fuck? What's yeah, going on? What's going Why on? are they calling you Hitler? They hate right. you. What's going on? Like, okay. It's a, it's it's like aloha. It's just aloha in in your mom's house language. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially just this girl that I think was, well, she was definitely psychotic. And yeah. she would do a little video log every day. And she and we, of course, your mom's house made fun of this young lady. And uh, she would start, she thought she was talking to Hitler through, through her phone. She started every <laughs> every little stream with, hey, Hitler, <laughs> like That's that. That's funny. So, and then touch my camera to the fence is a, another famous person here that who's you. If we go in the studio over there at your mom's house, did you did you go visit the big main studio? Has he been? Did he? I go don't over think there? Nadav showed me that he was okay. being kind of nice, over, and over then here? he stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed it to you. So, did you see the one with the with the, <laughs> the frame pictures all over the place? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Fred Fred Smoker is one of those pictures, and uh, he was arguing yet again with another authority figure and told him to touch the camera through the fence. And that became another greeting. How that one became a greeting, I don't know. But there you go. So welcome to our world. Thank you. Uh, yes. I actually think I do have that one ready. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let, this guy's a meth hey, addict. I'm on record for a moment. What is this place anyways? What is this place? Um, you don't need to film me. Oh, I, I'm new to the documentary. Listen I don't, here. I don't care. I don't want to be This filmed. is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? You dumb son of a bitch. I'm a private person, and I I'm don't want to be I'm a fucking American, you stupid fuck. fuck. I can ask you anything film. I want. I can tell you no anytime I want. fucking baby raper on your face, okay, you cocksucker? You want a baby raper? You're the one who looks like a baby raper. Baby raper, Would you escape from jail? What's up there, chomo? Listen here. What do you guys, how do you get a job? That's another greeting, by the way. Well, not by talking like that. Well, you know what? You're fired, bud. No, I'm not. You're talking to me. I'm a fucking American, you fuck. You're the one touching my camera through the fence, you fuck. There it is. Touch my camera through the fence. Sheriff's department about you, buddy. Okay. Go get him. Go get him. So there you go. Yikes! The chomos, the chomos, the touch my camera through the fence. People turn those into greetings. See, well, welcome, welcome. Uh, Yeah, that's some of the stuff that uh, becomes. Epic here in in this world of your mom's house. So anyway, back to the man with the epididymitis. Okay, can we deal with that? Do yeah, have, yeah. All right, we have to. Um, do you know what epididymis is? It's so weird. I swear to God, I'm not kidding. When I was growing up, at one point, I thought I had uh, testicular cancer, and I remember going to the doctor and some dude putting this hot lube on my balls and like doing, doing an ultrasound. The, and it was kind of weird. And I went to kinda some weird. some doctor and on the left, upper left. I had epididymitis, and his one bit of advice was have more sex. Yeah. 
and I was thinking, well, already I don't have a girlfriend or anything at all. I don't want to be hearing Joe just have more sex. Like I could just you, have more. You sex. figure at that point in your life you weren't masturbating enough. Probably you had that pretty well in hand, <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Yeah. So there's the epididymis. It sits on top of the testicle. The one on the left is a normal one. The one on the right is sort of inflamed and has a problem. And um, and it's it is a sort of sperm processing center, right? It's where it's it's where the sperm kind of get ready to go up to mix with the fluids. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's it's like a little factory, and it's um, yeah, like a processing center. It's the best way I can describe it. It's and like it gets Amazon. inflamed. It gets I'm inflamed. Kidding. It gets infected. Uh, bacteria gets in there. It it is a kind of a weird place that the, for the bacteria and the inflammation to get to. It's usually because you're irritating the urethra or the prostate also, and then it kind of keeps going into, into connected areas. And for some reason, it sort of settles there. And it's highly treatable. It's treatable with um, antibiotics, and you know, it's nothing. And but it kind of it can stick around and it can recur and it's kind of frustrating sometimes. And usually in my experience, people get it from having sort of too much and over vigorous sex or so for, or getting an infection. So he, he was asking how could he get it without getting an infection? It's because your urethra is irritated from all the activity, so to speak. So the doctor recommending more activity to you. Yeah. He should have asked first. I mean, are you withholding or anything? Cause if you, you, that irritates your prostate too, to not do enough. So yeah. it sort of goes both ways. You can have too much irritates it, too little irritates it. Could so the there. shampoo I was using at the time have irritated the yeah, urethra? Yeah, it, it actually can. And you, you would that. usually would have noticed it though. Yeah, yeah. You usually would have been like, because a lot of a lot of guys will, you know, they'll be cleaning themselves in that area and go, "Whoa, that stings!" Yeah, and off you go. I kept it going. Well done, man. <laughs> Look at you. How old were you? For a couple years. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I remember one time I was probably five years old and I had discovered my grandfather had left a vibrator uh, over from Florida. They had been visiting and I discovered if I put it on my penis, it felt good. And I showed my little brother Vance and my two cousins. We're all just little boys in this room with the door shut and Francis walks in and we're all putting the thing on our penises. Francis, the grandfather? My mom. Oh, your mom, Francis. That's yeah, right. My Francis mom, sounds Francis. like an old man somehow. But so, so all these old men figure into your life. What's that all about? The guy yelling at you for drinking in the backyard and grandfather, grandfather with a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Grandpas don't know. I don't think of those as the guys manning the vibrator. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like a, it was like a, a back massager. Oh, pfft. If I remember correctly, like well, you think big, he was, he, the big with the big round thing, the yeah, big, yeah, 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 yep. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how that generation used their vibrators. That's how they <laughs> that's how they passed off a vibrator. It's a back massager. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember thinking, oh, this is a back massager. Mm -hmm. That's what they. That's how they sold it. All right, another voice oh. message. Hi, Doctor Drew. My name is Matthew. My question is related to hearing. Uh, whenever I'm startled by a Sound, I see lightning bolts uh, coming from the direction of that sound, and I was just wondering if that was perfectly normal and perfectly healthy. Thank you. You're, Bye. I love your how you frame it, but uh, no, that's a little unusual. I mean, that the sound would trigger, and anytime you see sort of lights coming from the side of the eye, that's something that should be evaluated by an ophthalmologist. It, it may be nothing. It doesn't trigger my thinking about anything serious, but it is odd, and it's not a usual sort of a symptom. Um, I, I don't know. I can't... Uh, and there you know, there are things about our brain where we have crossovers. You know, there are people that see colors and numbers and see... Mu they have all kinds of these these sort of crossing... Over, is that true? Do you think that stuff yeah, is yeah. true? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. And they tend to make great mathematicians and things, and they're called uh, synesthetic. Synest Let's look up... Oh, I don't even know how to spell it, but I'm sorry. Synesthete is somebody that has that phenomenon. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. And they have other qualities. It, and because sort of the, those regions of the brain that do that do those functions of color numbers, they're, they're nearby. Synesthesia, synesthesia, a neurological condition with information meant to simulate one of your senses stimulates several of your senses. People have synesthesia are called synesthetes, blah, 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 blah. But you see up on their, their, their letters and numbers with colors, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's how that's kind of how they see the world. Is that similar to like if I'm eating a sandwich and I sneeze? Like it's messing yeah, with the other Yeah, that's sense? exactly what I think about when I think. Yeah, sneeze a bunch when I eat sandwiches sometimes. Just sandwiches though, huh? Just only sandwiches. Turkey you, sandwiches. When you, 
Is it, they have to have mustard on it? Because that'll do that. Mayonnaise and mustard. Mustard will stimulate that. Maybe it's, it's, the, it's mustard. the mustard. Uh, does sexual activity stimulate the... Uh, sneezing. Sneezing. Runny nose. No, I haven't been having a lot of sex But I mean, would so. were you to have? No, I'm kidding. I kind of have been. And? In case you were curious. I'm curious. Uh, what's going on? You said you had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it doesn't stimulate Same the, girlfriend that, was, that notified Francis, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she stuck around. She moved here with me. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been generally positive. Generally positive. We'll make a note of that and to send it to her. So another voice message. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. Voice message. Wait. <laughs> hey, Dr. Drew. Ray from Florida. Ray. Sometimes my butt crack just itches like crazy, mm. and I don't know why, but for some reason, man, when you scratch it, it feels so good. But then you got to itch it again. Why is it that it feels so good when we scratch, but then it just keeps coming back? Anyway, you better believe I'm coming up in May. Okay. Coming up in May is another aloha. Uh, it's an old man that is uh, masturbating to a, a, a FaceTime with a young man. Ooh. And after he finishes, he goes, I'll be seeing you. I'll be coming up in May to see you. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, good times. <laughs> Should we re-expose this gentleman to all our horrible stuff? <laughs> no, well, no, I guess not. So for Ray, uh, it, the reason when you have a like an itchy rash, they tell you not to scratch it because it makes it worse. It irritates it more. And same thing is true with your asshole. It will irritate it more. And so... You know, it feels good because a lot of nerves in there that are, you know, connected to your penis and everything else. Those, yeah, is that are, why it feels good? I hear people say that, that it feels good. Is that why there's connected nerves? It, there's connected nerves, and it's why people like anal sex and things like that. There's And some people are more sort of wired up that way than others. You know, some are, some are not. Some find it yeah. un, unpleasant, uncomfortable, things like that. And uh, But the scratching is irritating. And if you have a lot of anal itch, that needs to be explained. Pruritus ani, that is called. And what, that anal itch? Pruritus ani. Pruritus and, ani. And that can be, uh, use that in your stand-up. Uh, and it could be, <laughs> it could be uh, whip, you know, whip worms and it could be all kinds of things. What's whip be worms? What are whip worms? Go ahead, gentlemen. Let's see whip worms. <laughs> I actually haven't wiped my butt with toilet paper in like three years. Human whip worm. There we go. Intestinal parasite, quarter inch, uh, live in the intestinal tract of the dogs. Uh, and dogs, that's in dogs. Uh, you just show us one, yeah. Pin, so it's I'm literally sorry. a little, worm. You, know, you know, I literally, I was not, yes, I was not thinking, I was thinking of pinworms. I beg your pardon, pinworms, pinworms, a little bit different. Do those help you lose weight? No, that's the that's, that's a tapeworm, tapeworm. That's <laughs> the myth about there's the pinworm. See them all hanging around in there. Ugh. Yeah, you don't realize, and they come out at night. See why there's a flashlight? Yeah, the flashlight. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> what they used to. <laughs> I like the cartoon with the worm saying hi. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your children are disgusting, is the New York Times, because <laughs> kids tend to get pinworms. And um, they used to literally instruct us back in medical school that one of the ways to diagnose them was to put scotch tape, two sided tape, around the kids asshole i remember my mom and, used to say that <laughs> my francis, mom used to francis yeah, has, yeah she's rangy that francis i know we she, weren't allowed to go bowling because there was fecal matter in the bowling holes and in the bowling ball holes. and that would give you pinworms and they'd put tape around your ass i don't know we weren't allowed to do that we weren't allowed to slip and slide because they were dangerous oh that's true do you think they are yeah because kids get hurt in those all the time but mostly because yeah. Because they would, uh, we just lay them on anything, and there'd be rocks under there, and we'd land on the rocks. That. that was sort of our move. <laughs> yeah, you. How did you get in, involved in all these things that were sort of seventies era stuff? You're too young to have been exposed to all the. I don't know, Francis. Francis. Yeah, oh, it's a Francis. It's all roads thing, lead maybe. to Francis and grandfathers. Got it. Got it. And did Francis work? Was she a professional or anything? Or uh, growing up, she stayed at home, and then uh, she does stuff now. She works at like a clothing place and used to represent portrait artists. Oh, interesting. So they're portraits. And and she your dad together still or they're still together, mm -hmm. Francis and Larry. Larry. But Larry didn't figure so prominently into your childhood as Francis and, and her dad. No, with he his back massager. It was Larry's father's back. Uh, okay. Trace right. Montgomery, rest in peace. Okay, so that he's no longer with us either. But yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, Larry's a big influence. Okay, but, good. That's yeah. important. Uh, let's fold in some emails here. Uh, 
today I was watching TV show The Boys. Someone gets stabbed in the leg and cut their femoral artery. Can you teach us how to apply a tourniquet to an arm or a leg properly? How far from the wound does the tourniquet have to be? How tight? And what's the survival rate of properly done? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you'd be surprised how many mommies and jeans you'll be saving. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, so tourniquets have to be applied for an arterial wound or like an uh, either arterial wound or a... Uh, uh, a, an avulsion, like or, or you know, somebody loses a limb, really probably more tightly than you think. Put arterial tourniquet. You have to put arterial tourniquet in. It's not just tourniquet, but arterial tourniquet. So what? That would be like your arm or leg getting yeah, cut off or and, something. And right. And uh, let's see what they say in there. Essentially, anything anything proximal to the artery, right? So more towards the body will do just fine. But see, all right, see that thing up there. That that is that is sort of a makeshift tourniquet. And what's what's interesting about that and tells you how much tighter it has to be than you think. So what we're looking at is a essentially somebody tore some clothing apart and got a cloth and then t- put a knot around a stick. And then you twist that stick until yep. you can't twist it anymore. That's how tight the tourniquet has to be. It's not just you take something and and you know pull some cloth out and just tie it like a yeah. like a like you're cinching a belt or something. You have to put a stick in it and twist it. So yeah. you get that full benefit of an of occlusion. And even then, you know, you can only apply a tourniquet for so long before you damage all the tissue downstream, but you gotta stop the bleeding. Think and you so, would be able to do it? Like if Nadav came after me later and he cut sword, my with, arm off, would you be able to apply one to me? With think? his sword? Does he actually have one? I'm sure he does. Doesn't he seem like a sword? He probably guy? does. Yeah, he what does. the fuck does that mean? I just feel like you a probably sword have a sword. <laughs> well, you collected business cards, so I'm guessing they're <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that there's some version Can't of that. Have one without the other. Right? I, no, I'm guessing there's some version of that in adulthood, and you're not no swords or anything or what? Any collecting now? No swords, no weapons. I what do you sword. collect? He didn't say no collecting. I have a sword. Uh, of course. Yeah. 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 I think I saw it. I think it's over. I saw it at your house. I think. I think you did. Maybe that may have been confusing. Uh, you guys, but I know, but no, see any, a different thing though, any connect, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine you like knives too, not just swords. I'm just guessing. <laughs> like knives? I mean, you uh, like, like collect a little bit of them, fascinating with them. It's not just swords. Swords and knives go together. Look, nah, my friend. It's, it's the most, basically the more damaging the weapon is, yeah, I'm probably going to have it. I have yeah. a fucking flamethrower at my house. Like, of course it's, you do. It's, yeah, of course yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have that and a katana, you know what I'm saying? A what? Katana, that's a sword. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you know, you know, you'll be you'll be surprised to know who is a friend of mine that is has a similar collection. Annie, yeah, you, it, it does not in any way remind me of you, and you or of him. But uh, he is uh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale, his office at uh, was it E when he was doing the. I think I used to visit his office one day, which filled with knives and swords and all kinds that's of stuff. That's funny. Isn't that funny? He's not. He doesn't seem like that guy. But there you go. Uh, so okay, so no, no swords, huh? But uh, nothing like that. Uh, no, nah, I'm pretty. And how about collecting? I, I, I collect art. Art is what, that weird? What, what kind of art? Uh, mostly it's uh, uh, like some artists that I found just along the way, where like someone turns me on to them, and I'm like, oh, this is rad. what. I what I find odd about so we have like I don't know if you noticed out in the hall here, but like three really cool Basquiat prints out there, and I've brought I've brought it up like half a dozen times to Adam, and each time he's like, huh, like. And now you're trying to fucking make us believe that you are exactly. an art collector. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you don't you, even William. recognize the Basquiat <laughs> out there. <laughs> Thank you, William. Thank you. Gosh. That's what I'm talking about. Gosh. Right? So he's sort of suspect. He's probably, he's, maybe he's collecting those, you know that guy that paints sceneries in like 30 minutes? He's just Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's oh, another that's right. one. He probably cracks the Bob Ross paintings. I bet Gosh. that's it, right? Bob I've Ross. looked him up on eBay. It's hard to tell if it's an original or not because all those paintings kind of look real similar. So you have to be careful if you're ever looking on eBay for it's, them. It's funny you bring up eBay right now because now you're triggering another thought I've had, <sighs> which is I swear to God, I'm so sick and tired of all the fucking panic porn on the news today, these days. Yeah, yeah. And I just I, I, I sat through another thing this morning on the news where this... <laughs> They were talking about an, another vi- Pacheco virus. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to go on eBay. I'm going to buy a textbook of tropical disease and infectious disease. I'm going to fucking sit those two things down here. I'm going to go, page one. Let's start worrying about all the yeah. shit that can happen to you. These The textbooks, if I put, stack them on top of each other, just two. Infectious disease, 
tropical disease, it would be this tall. Yeah. That's the shit can happen to you. You shouldn't be thinking about it. That's us. Yeah, stop we thinking about, about that kind of stuff. We worry about that. That's what I worry about. That's what I'm talking about. Seriously, people, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Why don't we tour together? I want you to come with me wherever I go. Just I'll say something. You just scream out yeah. some 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 version of what I just said. I had a Meckles diverticulum when I was eight. Have you ever heard of? Uh, I've heard of diverticulitis, but is that a different? different I have diverticulitis. Meckles is a small bowel. You have a large small bowel. Small bowel diverticulum, which just means a sack off the side of the the wall. Throw some Meckles, and they bleed. Uh, my surgeon was 80 years old. They could not figure out what was wrong with me. They cut me open. Uh, I have a large keloid. My recovery was traumatic. At eight, I had a tube that went down my nose, right? That's the way they do it. They back back then. Uh, wasn't allowed to get out of bed for three weeks. Right at the time, I had a catheter. Since having the surgery in the catheter, I have had bladder infections. Good boy. Uh, this can be, has been going on since immediately after the surgery. Anything I can do to stop pissing my pants every time you sneeze and uh, bear down. Huh. I'm scared that whenever I had a child... when oh, I was a female. I'm, a, I'm scared that whenever I have a child, the pee and bladder infection will get worse. Kegels have not helped. Okay, Kegels would be the one thing. Uh, poof. Um, there are medications to tighten the muscles down there. You're not going to show me Meckel's diverticulum? M-E-C-K-E-L. Uh, and e, this is something you ought to see a urologist about. They're, they're, they actually can do things like even inject some silicone into the urethra area and kind of get things back. So they, I wonder makes me wonder if they injured something. There could be a stricture or something. So you need a full urological evaluation. So there's a Meckles right there. See, that's in a small bowel. And uh, they do need to, if they bleed, and they need to come out because you can't control the bleeding. Who was that, the guy who invented it? Meckel? Yes. Usually, yeah. Not Schmeckel, but Meckel. Meckel. Uh, And most, uh, you know, most of the sort of terminology we use is like some surgeon from the turn of the century mm-hmm. late 19th century that kind of thing uh okay let's do a couple of videos in here before i go back to emails let's um where should we start what do you guys feel um you know what i think you guys would enjoy this uh this garth interview all right do you do you know garth has been weirding us out for a while here. has he yeah he's he's when you really sit and watch his vid any videos it gets uncomfortable fast Ugh. yeah so this is the video where uh, uh, I think it got us first thinking, well, I mean, I think we've been thinking it for a while, but that there might be some spectrum stuff going on with Garth, just with the emotional stuff. I think stuff. that's being so- kind. <laughs> <laughs> that's being kind. So yeah, let's just see how you weigh in on this. Everyone I talk to who is excited to go back to another Garth Brooks concert is like, you blew, you blew them out of the waters. It's a special experience. How do you explain? What is that? What is that special experience that people are getting? I, I wish I knew because I, I don't feel like it's anything crazy. I just feel like there's a connection. That's nice. Because when I go, try to remember, before you ever step on stage, you're a fan. And so we still go to concerts. Me and Monsieur, we just went to Bruno. Uh, we went to uh, Urban, uh, JT. And in those moments when you're in that crowd, all you want is that artist to look at you for three seconds and you can go, hey, man, thanks for your music. It's been cool. And as an entertainer, it's the same thing. It's so weird, right? I just like, he just never, he always looks so uncomfortable. And so uh, it, it gets spooky. He gets, he's so uncomfortable. Have, have we ever, have we ever seen an interview, sort of any kind of video with him, which is, you know, sort of where he doesn't know the camera's running? I mean, I wonder if it's fear of the camera or something. No, have we ever um, seen anything like that? I don't. Th- I don't know if we have any candid stuff. Yeah, it's it's just I, it's so weird, and it make, it weirds you out when you watch it. It makes you feel creepy, like he's hiding something. What do you and Garth Brooks have some sort of beef? Is that why this is happening right now? No, What's going is, on? Do you have the beef this or is, something? This is, this is something to ask of Tom Segura. Tom Segura is the one that is uh, on it. Right, I mean, Nadav, help me with this. Right, it's yeah, it's uh, there's an ongoing theory that you know there's just a case of missing persons wherever Garth travels. Um, you know, just Whoa. bodies Whoa. disappear, and we just want to know where the bodies are. That's what it when you see some Families of these interviews, what it feels like. And Tom has made an issue of it. Let's just say. So, oh my gosh! There you go. Do you think he's actually killing people? I do not, but uh, uh, Tom would still hold. I don't think we yeah, can rule it out. Yeah, Tom would say, but it's I want to see some evidence that, Damn, that that's not yeah. the case. It's hard to disprove a negative, or to prove a negative. You know what I'm saying? That there aren't bodies allowed. Yeah. 
So he's he's concerned. Garth Brooks and I always hated his music. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't stand it. I mean, you're from Memphis. Is there music? Do you like country music? Uh no, not really. I mean, I enjoy some uh some like 70s, 80s country music. I'm trying to write Alabama. As a, no, not no. Alabama. I'm trying to think of when I would when I would be drinking a bunch of beer doing cocaine, there was uh, always a good uh was it Graham like, Parker? Is that the guy way back then? Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Somebody. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, I listen to the old country music and, some. And, and, and why don't you like uh, our buddy Darth, uh, Garth? I don't know. I mean, I think it comes a lot of the stuff he stands for. I'm totally against. Oh, he's, what does he stand for? This may be some information. He's here. a big SeaWorld guy. I think. Oh, he likes all, the. He likes he going loves, to. He loves SeaWorld. I think that's a major character. So he's flaw. he's interested in like the rounding up and and holding fish and tanks and whales. Wholesale and then, murder of aquatic animals. He's big into zoos. Is he? I like zoos. I mean, I went a lot growing up, and I know he's big into zoos. Uh, and I think this may be what Tom's sensing. Yeah, I mean, he literally he is he has some weird thing against animals. Not a lot of people know that, but he really. I don't know why they're laughing. I mean, it's not a lot of this is known, but he's it is known he loves SeaWorld. It is known he loves zoos. Refer uh, that to Mister Segura, please. He needs that information. Yeah, he might need to know it, that. This might be a sort of a. a uh, an investigative lane he could go down. Maybe that's where the bodies are buried. Maybe it's sort of yeah. You feed them to animals. Yeah, you could do something all kinds the of hippo stuff. container. The hippo. Gosh, have you ever seen those videos of hippos eating the watermelons? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're effortlessly eating watermelon. Watermelons are hard. Do you know they kill more humans than any other animal in Africa? Yes. They just chop people in half. I know that's. I know they have the four big teeth. Yeah. It seems like that would be a horrible way to go. Yes, it would not be good. And they look so. They look so cute, though. I know they look so sweet. And the little ones, <laughs> the babies, are are sweet. I know. How do they know when to stop hanging? I've seen pictures of you know humans with the babies in the tanks and stuff. How do they know when it's not okay to be around that baby anymore? When they chop their hand off and yeah, maybe when it eats it. its hand. I have no idea. Whew, You'd have to be careful. All right, Dr. Uh, Drew, what would happen if you were to inject stem cells into your dick? Would it grow bigger? Would it cure erectile dysfunction? No. Uh, but I have <laughs> I have heard of people using stem cells to try to correct Peyronie's, which isn't... Inf- Look, stem cells are just anti-inflammatory. That's it. They're that's very, stem very... Cell is? They're very that's, stem cell is what it is, a stem cell. There's different <laughs> kinds of stem cells. But its property that people are responding to is they're anti-inflammatory. Oh, they're just wow. strongly anti-inflammatory. That's it. Uh, I'm a cynic when it comes to people with medical issues. I feel abused. What? F-M-L-A? Was that fuck my life? What F-M-L-A? does the A stand for? I don't know. I, that's what I don't know. F-M-L-A? I don't know. Huh. Maybe it's is abused and overused. I've also wondered if the validity of fibromyalgia diagnosis and similar issues. Thanks for the great blah, blah, blah. Touch my camera through the fence. Um, fibromyalgia, you got to understand something. There's a difference between a diagnosis and a syndrome, right? Syndromes are a const- constellation of symptoms that don't have a common cause. In other words, there are probably many causes that produce this same common symptom. A diagnosis has a common biology, a common cause, a common genetic, a common natural history, common everything. It all kind of fits under one umbrella. Fibromyalgia is a syndrome. Now, I will tell you, syndromes usually have something that they share. Whatever the source of the syndrome is, there's something shared. And and that shared phenomenon is disturbed sleep. People with really disturbed sleep, when you were drinking, did you wake up achy and kind of, you know, when you do cocaine till five in the morning, wouldn't sleep for days at a time. Wouldn't you start aching? Do you ever have that? Yeah, yeah. That's fibromyalgia. That's fibromyalgia. So I had fibromyalgia. Correct. And that maybe the drinking had something to do with it too. Uh, let's see. Other other voice messages. What do you got? Hey, Dr. Gene. This is Tim from Oregon. And uh, I just noticed that my balls, especially the hair around the balls, um, they have turned gray. I'm a 25-year-old male, and they have always been black as normal. And recently, they are completely gray, and I'm just wondering, do I have cancer? Am I going to die? Am I normal? Anyways, um, I actually just per- purchased my ticket. I'm coming up in May. Yeah, See you okay. then. Nice. Uh, I'm not aware of gray pubes meaning much of anything. 
Yeah, it sounded like a crazy person wanting to he hear themselves speak. No, he's actually nervous about his great pubes, I think. Okay, Believe okay, it or not. okay, okay. Believe it or not, these you'd be surprised when people ask doctors about it. It's... So you think he really thought maybe he had cancer because his... That, that's where people's heads go oftentimes. Like, I'm dying. That's, it's, I, I think and, that. I and think men that's particularly. Like... And men, if I'm not dying, I, I don't hear anything more. That's it, I'm yeah. dying. Okay, if I'm not dying, fine, fine, fine. Um, it's it's odd. The only thing that's odd is the, the pubes usually go gray after the head sort of a later phenomenon. So that's kind of weird. And it makes me wonder why that would be happening to him, but there's nothing that comes to mind in particular. It's not a great sign, right? You're, any gray pubes? What do... I see a gray hair in your, in your beard. I see one. Yeah, well, I have it on the sides of my hair. I'm getting older. I'm, I'm, but don't redheaded people. Their hair turns white, doesn't it? Is that right? Is that where it goes? So is my, are my pubes going to turn white, I wonder? Well, it, uh, it, do you have red pubes? What do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. What do you think? You look like you're a, the doctor. You, what do you, you look, think? You look, you look full red, man. Yeah, I've read so nice, nice. <laughs> exotic, very nice. Um, I occasionally get brain zaps. I feel like a specific part of my brain zaps through the whole thing. I wish I could find the exact verbiage so you understand what happens. The best way to explain it, I feel like electricity zapping. Blah blah. blah. Uh, this happens my whole life. I'm overall healthy, no brain injury concern. Uh, that's a kind of a nothing. However, people who experience brain zaps where it's kind of an issue are from withdrawals from antidepressant medicine. Very common. They feel this kind of zapping, funny feeling. It's very uncomfortable. It, obviously, because people can feel it from uh, serotonin reptate inhibitor withdrawal, you can also, some people might have it normally. And so it, it doesn't mean anything. It's just very uncomfortable for people. So let's hear another voice message. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name's Chris. I'm from Seattle. I'll keep this short and sweet. Why is it that every time I make white, I have to pee right afterwards? Mm. It's every time, and I don't know why. So if you can give me some insight on that, that'd be great. I'll be coming up in May. Piss on me, beat me, touch my camera through the fence. Bye. Mr. Montgomery, any ideas? Is that the scientific term, making white? What the... <laughs> That is the your mom's house. There's a whole language I have to sort of bring you up to here. There's greetings. There's preoccupations. So a lot of white, yellow, and brown talk here. Okay. Okay. This is the white and the yellow talk. This is the two together. We did some brown talk earlier, but not we much. We did a little. Yeah. I know. I would try to tell you that I haven't wiped my butt in three years. You did say that. You didn't and say anything he, I, about I, it. I assumed that was a, a hyperbole, as they say. No, you, I literally, it used to take me forever to wipe my butt. Do you have a, a, a bidet or something now? I just get in the shower. Every time? Every time. This warrants Is that crazy? My girlfriend says I'm crazy. My girlfriend gets pissed off because she says there's shit in the shower, but she never finds any because I'm very careful about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like there's a ton of shit that gets in the shower, but she says I'm crazy. My parents say I'm crazy. Well, this sort of but a, it's so easy. There's kind of a ninja quality to this because you're not shitting anywhere except your own bathroom. Correct. That's I ninja. try to just that's, do it in the that, any, my own that's, bathroom. That's uh, any level stuff, man. To being able to control it so you just do it where you want to. I'm also in my apartment a lot, so it doesn't make it. <laughs> well, when you were much. shitting on yourself, is that what developed this habit? Or No, it's been uh, yeah, three or four years. It used to take me literally 20 minutes to wipe my butt. Sometimes I would have to take a break in between wiping, and I would just be so mad. Just thinking why, literally, I'm not even kidding. Why is this taking so long? And then finally one day I just jumped in the shower and I put my hands in my butt a little and... Do you do any preliminary wiping before you get to the shower? Just so there's sort of whatever... Now I have to a little to appease my girlfriend. Good, that's good. Was it, uh, were you producing a lot of material when you used to jump in without the wipe? Yeah, there were, I would see shit in the in the bathtub. This is courageous. Would, this is a. This but is... I would clean it. But then she gets all mad, saying, "Oh, well, it has to be dirty." But I think, well, if soap and shampoo is down there, it's probably cleaning it. It, it occurs to me that Francis's preoccupation with shit in the bowling ball finger holes—that's kind of an extraordinary level of thinking about shit. Did she uh, impress upon you a lot of shit brown talk when you were a kid? She could be. I've never necessarily thought about that. But yeah, it's weird I even brought up the bowling ball thing. But did she like, was she like really on you about wiping your ass when you were a kid? Or did she, if you got some brown in your underwear, would she fucking go nuts? No, not really. 
I just the only memory I have of something like that growing up is I put a bunch of toilet paper in the toilet one time and flushed it and it clogged up and all the water was running all down the sides. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of boys me. do that, but it does suggest already you were like worried about getting that area clean. I know. That's I why wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I'm wondering the same thing. Okay, well, maybe we can figure it out or something. I don't what know. What would that be? I, I just, I, well, it's odd to me yeah. that as I sit and listen to you, I immediately think of your mom and the bowling ball shitholes. Yeah. Somehow that's got to be connected to this. It could be. I've literally, I've never thought about it, but I need to, I don't know, should I call her up later? Should I talk no. to her? I'm just thinking whether or not that you know the all the parent the the paper in the toilet whether she was like early on you about keeping that area. <laughs> she probably wasn't. Now I get in the shower. Now you you go around the whole experience and just go right for the water. Yeah. I don't what about a bidet? How about like making it a little simpler? Those are designed for that. I need to. Somebody actually gave me a bidet like five months ago, and it's still in the trunk of my car. I need to set it up. I, I think. Uh, from 90 Day Fiance, which Tom Segura got me involved with, and I'll never forgive him. Uh, yeah, that's a funny show I watch. <laughs> they feel like some cultures will not wipe their ass and go straight for a bidet. That somehow that's dirty and you don't go back there. And it makes kind of medical sense because there's a lot of oral fecal stuff that's transmitted in, this, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're sort of uh, you're a man of international mystery is what I'm saying. Yeah, Cool. Just, I'm yeah, glad we good. could establish that today. I'll, I'll talk your girlfriend down if you need to. Uh, oh, let's, thank you. Let's see another video. I see lots of things. Is there any TikToks by any chance? Yeah, we could run through. Yeah, let's run through some TikToks. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> What's going on here? What is she? Oh. Just a little, just a little fart porn for TikTok. Yep, just some fun fart stuff. I like the whole scene there. But go go back a little bit. Just before she lays down, we can sort of see the back of the room a little a little better. American flag. Nice wood look, paneling. She looks like, like she should be like uh, either working in a library or like a receptionist at a school <laughs> or something. And this is the lady that brings us the fart porn. Do you have any feelings about that, given your brown? Uh, I mean, I think farts can be funny. I I actually went with my girlfriend yesterday to eat a Cracker Barrel. There's a Cracker Barrel down the street, and I was in the gift shop, and I farted, and it smelled real bad. And mm-hmm. then I told my girlfriend to come here, and she started kind of laughing, and I started kind of laughing, and then I was trying to walk around, but it was following us, and then I'm horrified a little because other people are in there. And It's one thing when your girlfriend... <laughs> it's one thing when your girlfriend laughs at the sound of your fart. If she laughs at the smell, that's a keeper. Okay, that's a good to know. I know, yeah. I know, it's yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's it's a keeper. sweet. Uh, all right, another TikTok. Slide into my man's inbox, bitch, and I'm going to slide into God's and let him know you're on your way, sis. Ooh, <laughs> a poet here. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, fine. Murder. Murder on TikTok. All right, what else you got? Uh-oh. Check it out, bro, you motherfucking haters. It's all good, bro. Keep hating. It's all good. I ain't tripping. Fuck it. <laughs> Keep hating. <laughs> okay, bro. Oh shit. That's why Dr. Oz isn't gonna win his Senate race. What well, has happened to him? Why does he why did he grow that beard like that? It looks like him. You think that looks like Oz? No, I'm kidding. Okay. I don't think it does. All right. Give me another one. <laughs> Ugh, look at those toes. That's all Oh shit. Gosh. <laughs> is there a whole line of people shitting and farting and while the video is of their foot on TikTok? I feel like you've shown me a few of we, those. I feel like we've seen a lot of those. And actually, I'm noticing something really crazy with this. You know what's... what's I, Look I feel, at this toe ring. Is it... It looks like there's bruising yeah. around it? Maybe it's just black from the, the metal. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like it's oxidizing. It's oxidizing, yeah. And uh, I, what I feel good about myself, you know, given how much fucked up shit these guys present to me from TikTok, yeah. I feel really good that none of that shows up on my TikTok thread ever. Yeah. None of this stuff. Yeah, TikTok is crazy. My girlfriend has it. We've been following this one guy who has an eel pit. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was some like thing. He bought a house and had this giant water reservoir under and he got eels and crawdads and he fixed it up it's yeah wait what in the a literal eel pit 
He has like like something like Doctor Evil has, you know, like oh like, yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Instead of you, you pull it back, and instead of sharks, there's eels and crawfish. Yeah, you have to uh, climb down this little ladder he made in in his house. Yeah, like under his house, under his house. Oh, that's odd. That's I wish weird. I knew his name. I don't, but yeah, I watched that. Yeah, oh, TikTok a- is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Totally insane. Yeah, my girlfriend literally is on it on her phone a decent amount of the time, and I feel like I'm going nuts sometimes. It, it is what. What I don't like is you start and you don't have you have trouble stopping. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's just yeah. a bunch of little videos. It's very uncomfortable, and you realize uh. that oh, ninety minutes have passed. I'm an asshole. Ooh, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> really, it's bad. You know, I interviewed our gag couple. Right. Yeah, you told them. Yeah, and they were beyond lovely. Um, Who were they? It's just a couple they showed me where this guy just makes this sound like Bleh, and it makes his wife go into like nearly vomiting, like spasms, <laughs> and and it's hysterical, right? Thank you, and and uh, and I shared with him that the the reason I liked it so much was his delight in yeah. making his wife you know torture her. There she is, get her on the doorstep over there. Uh, that's fine. Oh no no no. Yeah, there we go. There Hello, she is. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, you look nice. You ready to go to dinner? I know. You ready to go to dinner? You're going to make me not ready. That's okay. We'll get a little time in between. No, in between. Oh. <sighs> Come on. What? <laughs> I made you laugh. Instead of gagging. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, isn't that funny? It's yeah. good, right? Torturing women—it makes you—it it tickles that part of your male soul that liked pulling pigtails when you were seven or something. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's—it's it's, his glee. I just I, I find it fascinating. All right, what is an eye exorcism, gentlemen? I need to know that. An eye exorcism. Yeah, I've been want, looking at that the entire show, going, "What the hell are you guys going to show me?" So this is this is actually an update from the Eye Exorcism guy. I think oh, we've that guy! This, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, because I think do we need to show both? The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. We'll, okay. we'll show you both. Here you go. We'll wrap it up. All right, that was a long time ago. It's like a All year right, ago. Folks, make eye contact with me right now. I'm going to expose your demons. Okay, I'm going to command them to surface. Okay, now pay close attention to what I'm going to say here. After I expose your demons, because you need to get help if these demons are inside you. Evil spirits, I am command you now to manifest. Come up to the surface. Come up to the, the surface. Get out from your hiding place right now. Get out from your hiding place right now. In Jesus' mighty name, come up, evil spirits. Demons, you cannot hide inside this person. Okay, you... we get it. But hang on a second. So, so uh, hold that picture. Uh, <laughs> as weird as it is, as he's being, uh, I have I had multiple thoughts during watching this. One was, it is interesting how the human gaze has such an impact on us. But all I can yeah. keep thinking about is how he has tried to shave the unibrow he has, and it's coming back. That's a that's a that's a a losing uh, battle there. And if you notice, <laughs> and if you notice the broken blood vessels on his nose. Uh, that's kind of what's called rosacea. So he has rosacea, and then I keep looking at that mole under his right eye, our left. You see it out there? He's got this yes. huge freaking mole. That's all I was thinking about the whole time. Uh, so anyway, good. Well, now, what's the update? All right, so here's the update. So what I want to say here that's is him? this. Okay? Yes. Crazy. He has to cover his Open eyes. mouth French <laughs> kiss is oral sex. Okay. okay. And everyone loses their virginity when There's that they mole. kiss for the yeah. first time. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that until like maybe like a month ago, right? But I pray and I read the word and I get revelation. Okay, if you really want to have a blessed marriage, a blessed family and life, do things God's way. Don't do things Hollywood's, Hollywood way. Don't do things... YouTube way. Don't do things CNN way. <laughs> don't do things, you know, uh, uh, you know. Don't do things Hollywood's way because it's going to it's going to mess with you. Mess. Do things God's way. How about All that? All right. He bores me. This guy bores me. Do you think that really could work if you did have an evil spirit in you? Could you really watch that video of his eyes and it would bring it out? He'd think so. 
Do you think that can happen to people? Like the, exorc- like an exorcism really happening? No. What do you think it is? People with just mental I, illness? Yes. Hyster- think it's ever the devil? No. Okay, I'm just sorry. wondering. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, don't say sorry. You don't know. I mean, I'm you're sorry. assuming that I think it's the devil. I don't know. I'm asking. Because I've seen a lot of weird shit in the psychiatric hospital where I could understand why people would think there was yeah, a devil yeah. inside them. But uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, medication, the devil goes away, strangely enough. So there we cool. go. Uh, so anyway, where are the plugs? Where do you want people to find you? Where should they go? Look for, uh, you, and, look for you and Duncan Trussell. Look for you and Kill Tony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just william.f.montgomery1 on Instagram. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. I have the periods, and I have to have the number, because I somebody else had do- william.f.montgomery. And you're William F. Dot? William.f. William.f. Montgomery 1. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't the first one. Some piece of shit got it before me. (laughs) Damn them. That's bullshit. I appreciate you being here. I look forward to being on Kill Tony with you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing all the Francis and grandparent material. It's very interesting. For sure. Well, very nice to uh, be here. Thank you. I hope you find a way to recreate that sixth grade experience. Every night you're out on the road. Thank you. We'll see you all next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.